Presented by Altria. Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook Deputy Editor Zach Stanton. It's Friday, June 2nd, and there's good news this morning. The United States will not be going into default. Last night around 11 p.m., the Senate passed the bipartisan debt deal, sending it to President Biden's desk just in the nick of time. The X date, when the Treasury would run out of money to pay bills, was this coming Monday, June 5th. The bill passed with 63 yay votes, that includes 44 Democrats, two independents, and 17 Republicans. And 36 senators voted against it, but notably, if you were watching the vote, many of those no votes waited until the bill hit the 60-vote threshold and was assured passage before casting their ballots against it. And with the debt ceiling crisis effectively resolved, attentions in Washington are turning somewhat predictably to 2024, as the long-brewing rivalry between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former President Donald Trump is setting an unofficial record for the speed with which it's turned just sort of out-and-out nasty. Complicating this a bit is that DeSantis has staked his entire image on being the guy who doesn't back down from fights. His super PAC is literally named Never Back Down. And given that, as well as his sort of early stumbles out of the gate as he tried to avoid taking on Trump by name, even as Trump hammered him time after time after time after time, it means that the spat with Trump for DeSantis is almost existential in its stakes. If he doesn't stand and fight, he risks shattering this carefully honed image that he's built over the course of several years. But the challenge for him is how to fight Trump. You know, what issues to fight over? And how do you fight over those things without alienating Trump's diehard supporters, as well as the Trump-approving Republican base voters, which is a much broader group, who are people whose support DeSantis will need if he's going to stand an actual shot at winning the Republican nomination? So how do you thread that needle? Well, DeSantis is opting to, at least in this moment, avoid confrontations on policy matters, and instead make the case that if you are a Republican who supports MAGA policies, he, Ron DeSantis, is your best bet because he has never been elected president and as such can serve two terms, a total of eight years as president, while Trump, who has served a term, is only eligible for one four-year term. And DeSantis said this explicitly yesterday in New Hampshire, which led Trump to respond right away while campaigning in Iowa. That, in turn, led DeSantis to respond from New Hampshire. And the ping-pong match continued last night with Trump on Sean Hannity. And frankly, you can expect the volleys to continue back and forth for days and days to come. And joining me to discuss Ron DeSantis' swing through New Hampshire is reporter Lisa Kaczynski. Good morning, Lisa. Thanks for having me. So Ron DeSantis launched his post-campaign announcement early state tour this week, visiting Iowa and New Hampshire. You were there with some of the swing through New Hampshire. What is it that you saw? What is it that you're hearing from voters? Yeah, I joined the governor for his final two events in New Hampshire on Thursday. People in the state have been really excited to see Governor Ron DeSantis for months now, even as other candidates have come through the state. You go to a Nikki Haley town hall or events with some of the other candidates, and there's a lot of interest in DeSantis. So now people are finally getting to see him. And so far, a lot of the people that I talked to walking away from these last two events liked what they heard. And a lot of these people are people who voted for President Donald Trump. And now they're looking for someone else to kind of carry his message and without some of the language and the rhetoric that's been associated with him. That's interesting. You know, I've already seen two things dog him, even though he's only been in for a week and a half or so now. 
there are sort of two narratives that have coalesced around his campaign. And first is the sort of perception that the Governor DeSantis is stilted in his interactions with normal people. And second is this sense that he's kind of ensconced himself in a bubble of friendly conservative press over the last couple of years and maybe underperformed a bit relative to the high expectations for him. Do you have a sense of how aware the DeSantis world is about those narratives and what are they doing to address it? On the first part of that with the retail politicking, that you see them really trying to address in real time. As soon as he finished his stump, and it's it's a long stump speech, it's like an hour. And as oh, soon wow. as he finishes, yeah, it really is. His wife, Casey, comes in in the middle of it and talks to the crowd for a little bit. They really like her. That's not always normal to see the candidate's spouse come in and do that, especially in the middle of a speech. But it seems to be going over well with the crowds that I saw here. He will hop off stage and just kind of immediately go into the crowd. He'll take pictures. I saw him sign photos to copy of his book, the signs that they pass out. He did that when he was here in New Hampshire earlier this spring for the big kind of GOP party dinner fundraiser. He came for that. And in a very unexpected moment, like that was not planned. He worked the entire 500 person or so room there is starting to do the same thing here. So in terms of kind of the retail politicking and kind of like the robot reputation, he is trying to break that on the stump. The media piece of it, he did do some interviews with some kind of friendlier media faces, local reporters, and some from more conservative outlets. He did not take questions from reporters at the events that I was at. Thanks so much for joining us, Lisa. Always a pleasure. And for your schedule today, at 1.45, the president will receive the president's daily brief with Vice President Kamala Harris attending. At 8.10 p.m., Biden will leave the White House for the Marine Barracks in Washington, where he'll attend the Friday evening parade at 8.45. And at 10.45 p.m., the president will arrive back at the White House. The Senate is in today. The House is out. I'm Zach Stanton. Thanks for listening. We're moving in a new direction, moving forward, and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices as we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com.